0: Hello, 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 welcome to the Up Your Alley podcast. This is your host, this is Allie, Um, this is my brainchild and um, let's just say that a long time ago I realized that talking was something that was up my alley and so I decided to sit down, be creative and make something for you guys that is up your alley, hence the name. Welcome to the Up Your Alley podcast. Um, This is the first episode, the pilot episode, and it's a little strange. I have been a guest on producer Nick's own podcast, the Split Six podcast, several times. And I've been in the room that I'm in now, but on the other side of the table with different equipment and a different view and a different MO, frankly. So yeah, this is the first time that I've been in this chair, that I've had these crappy headphones on. Sorry, thank you, Nick. I love you, and thanks for producing me and (laughs) letting me use your equipment. But yeah, these sure are not of the same caliber as the headphones on the other side. You were not lying about that. Um, However, uh, though I have been here before, I've never seen it from this angle. So this is crazy. This is a little mind-blowing to me. And um, just a little bit about me, I am somebody who has talked about having a podcast for my own podcast, that is, for um, a really long time. It To me, it seems like a really long time, and it has been. It's been years that I have been toying with the idea, and it's just been a ride of years and fears, I guess. It's been a long time since I started talking about it and putting it out there, but it's been a lot of, um, scared holding myself back. And uh, of course, I'm sure that in future episodes, I will get a lot more in depth with, uh, that like aspect of me. But, um, suffice it to say that I have recent, very recently decided that I am just going to do it. So, um, I'm putting it out there. I'm making it happen And we're going to see what happens. So I hope that you will find along this ride some enjoyable content. I hope that you get some laughter out of it or some life lessons or just some levity to your day. And that would make me so happy um, to know that that had that sort of effect on anyone. So um, I really appreciate anyone who is tuning into this. It is a wild, crazy adventure that I'm so fucking ready to start after years and years and fears and fears. And honestly, while we're talking about it and talking like that, tears and tears. Um, but I am only going to cry tears of happiness. Uh, no, that's that's bullshit. I'm going to cry a lot of sad tears for in, in the future, but hopefully not related to this. So... This is my baby, I just became a new mom, uh, it's out in the universe now, and here we go. So also, um, if my intentions <laughs> or my creative ideas when like starting this, if they came to fruition, what you heard in the beginning of this podcast was some flute music, and that was recorded by yours truly. I actually am a flautist. Uh, a former flautist. I don't actively practice anymore, but I do still own my flute from high school and from middle school and high school. And uh, I decided that I really didn't know what kind of intro music I wanted. So just for the sake of something simple and using someone who I know who already has this little, I guess, ability, quote unquote, um, just go ahead and do it. So I did it myself. Uh, If you heard that, if you didn't hear any flute music in the beginning of this, that's because I either recorded it and it didn't work out or I did not record it or I just decided that we weren't going to go that route. So, um, yeah, I'm sort of talking it into existence by trying to like speak about it as if it did happen, even though it hasn't happened yet. And I don't know when or if it will, but, um, so yeah, here, so let's see, I am a Michigan resident. I live in Michigan in the United States and I've lived here for almost my entire life. There was a little three year mistake or, you know, trial period. No, that's horrible. Um, it wasn't a mistake. There was a three-year period where I lived in Tennessee, and that was that started about six-ish years ago, and I've been back in Michigan for about three years. It might be seven years and four years there. I might have like lost a year, um, but regardless, for the most part, I have lived in Michigan for my whole life, except for when I lived in Tennessee, and I am 29 years old. Um I really love to talk and it I it's almost like I just live to talk. I don't even know if I enjoy it anymore. I just do it so much that I mean, I don't know. I I don't know any other way. It's just it's just a wonderful cathartic um amazing tool I think that we have and it's incredible to to be able to utilize it. And for so many different ways, like, I don't mean to get all deep and wax poetic about like, you know, communication, but, um, I do love to talk. I really do. I love to tell stories, love to entertain or try to love to, um, be like a, you know, a com comic, I guess, or like love to be comical as my grandma Pauline used to say. Because funny meant gay, and comical meant funny. Uh, so if you made her laugh, you were not funny. I mean, unless you liked the same uh, sex, and then you were. But anyway, um, so yeah, I love to talk. And this podcast, I think, is going to be just sort of like a, an out loud diary. It's kind of like an open forum for me to just sort of get things, I guess, off my chest or off my mind. And... um get do like a story time kind of thing, and just sort of put it out there and see what sticks and see what kind of interaction I may get from my listeners. Um <clears throat> So with that being said, I would like to take up your time and consume your brain for this episode, this first pilot episode of the Up Your Alley podcast with a story that recently happened to me while I was traveling. And um, this is actually a two part story. There is the story of en route to our destination. And then there's the story of in route to back home. <laughs> and it is fucking crazy. Let me just say that it's insane. It is by far the wildest travel story that I have now in my repertoire. And that's not saying much because I'm not a whole lot of like, or well, I'm not like a huge traveler, haven't done a whole lot of traveling. Um, but yeah, this is still, even as for seasoned travelers, I do think that this is a pretty radical turn of events. And, um, so I am going to talk to you and tell and let you in on what the fuck I went through on Friday. Today, as I'm recording, this is uh, monday it is monday february twenty fourth and this happened three days ago on friday february twenty first it all started with another podcaster uh named Theo Vaughn he doesn't just do podcasts he is a stand up comedian as well and um you can look him up if you'd like, if you don't know who he is um, or not, or you might know who he is. But I listen to Theo's podcasts, and I have been following him for a little while now, and um, I think he's really fucking funny. So because I like comedy, I'm trying to go to more comedy shows, and I found out a few months ago that he is touring. So obviously Detroit would be the closest location, but Detroit was not on the the leg of tour that was upcoming. However, Toronto, Ontario, Canada was. So I have my Michigan enhanced driver's license, which means that I can go to, um, I can cross the border and get to another country as long as it's like on the continental, like, uh, North America, you know, realm. So I can get to Canada, I can get to Mexico with this. It's not a passport, it's not a passport card. I don't think all states offer this, but because, you know, Michigan is so uh, close in proximity to Canada, and there are many entry points, you know, to cross the border from our state, they do offer that. So I, in October, when it was my birthday, had to renew my license. And I was anticipating, hoping to travel more than I ever had and hoping to expand my horizons a little bit. And by that, I mean cross the goddamn Detroit River because for 20 20- years, Nine fucking years. I haven't. I've been on the shores of the Detroit River. I've looked over. I've seen Windsor, Ontario lit up in the day, lit up in the night. I guess it wouldn't really be lit up in the day, but I've I've seen this. Obviously, I've seen the Ambassador Bridge from afar, from up close. I've never been on it. I've never been to Canada. Never once have I been to Canada. I grew up in Metro Detroit. My family never took me to Canada when I turned 19, and it became like a rite of passage for so many people who can't drink in the States at that age, but can drink in Canada at that. Age, I didn't have any interest in that activity, nor did I have really the um, documentation uh, required or like the friend group, the peer group. So it just never happened. But anyway, in October, when I had to renew my ID, I was thinking, you know what? Let me just pay the extra 45 bucks or whatever it is and get the enhanced license because that way if I want to go to Canada, I can. And I do like to go to casinos occasionally. Um, That's a very new development and I'm by no means like a frequent flyer, but they are fun. Um, I'm also recently sober effective, like November of 2019. So for the past few months, so that wouldn't really be the reason like that I travel, not for partying, not for drinking, you know, that's not going to go on, but I could go over there for, you know, a casino or maybe a concert or just a sightsee and tour. It's a huge country and it's awesome. And it's so accessible, you know, if only I get this enhanced license. So I did. So I have my enhanced Michigan driver's license and I find out that Theo's touring in Toronto. And I asked my friend, Aaron, who uh she's a few years older than me so she knows of Theo's humble beginnings with like the real world road rules challenge like I think he was on road rules initially and he might have been in some of the challenges but that was a long 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 time ago well she knows who Theo is from his stint you know on those types of shows and she's not familiar with his comedy really but she's a very 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 dear friend of mine and she's such a good sport and you know she agreed to come with me she's like sure like the tickets not very much you know yeah she goes to Canada all the time she's gone ever since she was a kid and she goes you know very often in her adult life and definitely has the enhanced license you know no problem um it was gonna be just like a quick when I bought the tickets oh my god you guys I'm so ignorant and I'm so geographically challenged and I'm seriously not like um I'm not like a a lazy person. I usually do my due diligence and do like research probably in excess, but I didn't. And for some reason, I had this mental idea that Toronto was like close, like it just that it wasn't like far. And I also was like, yeah, that's cool. Like it's a late show. The show was at 930. 30. But, you know, we don't even have to spend the night if we don't want to. We can, you know, just come back that night uh, after the show. I was really thinking that, like, Toronto is Windsor. And I know that they're not the same. I know that it's Windsor that you see across the Detroit River and that's right, right there over the bridge. I know that. And I know that Toronto is its own city within Ontario and that Ontario is, you know, kind of a vast province. I know all that, but I didn't really piece it together to be thinking of the logistics of this. So a couple of weeks after we buy these tickets, Erin messages me and she's like, Hey, you do realize that Toronto is like four hours away from us. Right. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> You're high. And it is, um, it's actually more than that from where we live individually. So, um, we still decided to, you know, we're going to stick with this. We're like, oh my gosh, well, it's just going to be an adventure. like, okay, well we booked an Airbnb and, um, she took a half day off work on Friday and we left early Friday afternoon and we just, you know, we set off. So I was just, I was really appreciative that I had a friend who was a good enough friend to like come, even though the, the, the guy didn't really matter to her. I mean, she wasn't, she didn't really care. Um, she could have, kind of taken it or left it sort of thing, uh, knowing that Theo and like also the fact that it's not really that close to us. I mean, it's almost the same distance as like Chicago is to us. So, which is not like super, super close. Um, but she was still willing to go. So I'm like, wow, this is awesome. You know, the, it was beautiful driving weather. It was like clear blue skies. Uh, we had everything, you know, pe- well, oh, oh, I say that we had everything. I say that we had everything <laughs> packed. Um, but that is not true. And, um, we had most things packed. Um, she had asked me beforehand, like you have the tickets, right? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, of course they're in my ticket master app. Like I don't, she's like, Oh, well my boyfriend kind of made me nervous. Like he was like asking me like, does Allie have the tickets? And I'm like, yes. Like she's a responsible, you know, young woman. Like, yeah, she has the tickets, you know, and all this. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like duh. So, um, we're driving. And I had told Aaron that I wanted to uh, I gotta take a drink of water listen to me drink God that shit is fresh that's Qdoba from the fountain and it's like it's like a melted iceberg going straight down your gullet it sounds so good I mean or <laughs> it tastes so good I don't even know all uh, my senses are blending together Um. so anyway so I had told Erin, she's like, do you want to take the tunnel to Canada or the bridge? And I'm like, ah, the Ambassador Bridge. I've been looking at that bridge. I have been driving past that bridge. I've been dreaming about that bridge for, like, my whole life. Like, I I mean, I did not answer like this. (laughs) I was like, in my head, I'm like, I want to go on that fucking bridge. I don't want to go in no tunnel. So... She was the navigator. We took my car and I was driving. So she was the passenger sitting there and she's navigating and we're on this route and the roads and the like freeways that we're taking sort of start to seem unfamiliar. And I start seeing signs for like Utica and I'm thinking, wait, wait, and I truly mean when I say I'm geographically challenged, I do truly mean that, but I uh, challenge though I may be, I do know that Utica is like not between like detroit and canada and it's also not something that you pass through to get to detroit and then from detroit you know transfer over to canada so i was like wait utica and we'd been driving for like longer than we should have been i know how long it takes to get downtown from where i live and it takes about 30 minutes Well, we'd been driving for probably like 40 or 45. It might have even been 50. And then we see these signs for you to kind of start thinking, wait, what? Like, where are we going? And so Erin checks the maps and she checks, you know, the next, like the detailed list of our turn by turn and where we're going and what we're going to do. And she says, oh, yeah, you know, well, we're coming up on the, the Blue Water Bridge. And I'm like, the Blue Water Bridge. I'm like, what the fuck is the Blue Water Bridge? I have never heard of. It. I mean, I don't claim to be any expert by any means to like the many different entryways to Canada, but that's and she's like, I mean, isn't that the bridge? Like, that's that's the bridge. And I'm like, that's not the ambassador bridge. I mean, the ambassador bridge is the giant bridge that like links Detroit and Windsor that like, that's the one I was talking about. We were like talking about a bridge, but I don't know what the blue water bridge is, but like, is this basically I, I didn't really care. I was just more so concerned of like, is this gonna like actually get us into Canada? I mean, is this a true you know, port to Canada. And so she looks it up and she was like, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just kind of like, I saw the route and I saw the word bridge and I just clicked it and I didn't even like think twice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is like, it's legit and we're going to be there in, you know, less than 20 minutes. So, I mean, we'll hit the ambassador bridge on the way back. Like, cause I know you really want to go on it and I'm really sorry. I'm like, oh no, it's no big deal. I just, I want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're really truly going somewhere. And, um, So that was kind of funny and we just kind of brush it, you know, we keep driving and she goes, yeah, okay, so let's get, you know, let's get our IDs out. Let's get our licenses out. And in my head, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like we don't have to be that antsy. We're like a little less than 20 minutes away. And all we have to do is just take a card out of our wallets. Like when we pull up to like the little booth. And so it's not going to take that long, but like, if it makes Aaron feel better to take the cards out now, like, sure, let's do it. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, look at us. We're such old ninnies. Like, oh, we better get our, our IDs out. And okay. Like, but then I'm just not somebody who's super like, um, I guess like anxious energy or like super anticipatory in, in ways like that. So to me, like, I'm just like, yeah, like I'll get it out when I need it. I don't, it's almost like it's more trouble to do it ahead of time to me, but it's also like not a big deal. And I, you know, whatever. So my purse is like a pretty small, like little black purse, and It has like a zipper compartment on like the, I guess like the face of it that like faces outward. And that has like card slots and whatever. And that's where I keep, I don't have like an actual wallet. It's sort of like a built-in wallet. And that's where I keep my credit cards, my debit cards, my IDs, um, you know, loyalty cards or whatever coupons, my registration and my um, proof of insurance for my car insurance and like any cash I might have, coins, whatever. So um, I grab like the little bundle of items, which has like, all my American cash that I was going to exchange at the duty-free store or whatever. And it had like a couple receipts and it had, you know, a couple gift cards in the stack. And I, that's where my license is. Like it, it's in its little paper blue sleeve um, like the little protected sleeve that it comes in when they like mail it to you, and I just keep it, you know, free floating kind of in that stack. So because I am driving, I grab that little stack and I reach it out to Erin, like towards her, um, and I am like, "Hey, you know, will you grab? Will you grab that?" And she kind of like looks for a second and she's like, "Grab, uh, grab what?" And I am like, "My ID," and she's like, "What? I don't where?" And I am thinking like. Okay, like let me point it out to her because, you know, she's just not used to like my pile the same way that I am. So I see this, you know, blue and white and there's like a, and it's just, and so I'm like, yeah, there, like right there, you know, it's kind of poking. And she goes, oh, okay, and she pulls it out and it's a tag for my winter coat that I bought um, probably about two weeks ago and wore out of the store because I was so fucking excited that I got that coat I manifested that coat like I really did and it's just seriously like it's a big deal so anyway the tags were still like in that front part of my uh my little makeshift wallet like built-in wallet thing because I had worn the coat out of the store and obviously didn't walk around with tags dangling off it because you know I mean I'm tacky but I'm not uncouth so uh she pulls out my tag of my coat and I'm actually going to put, I will put a picture of, of this tag of this, you know, my ID quote unquote on the Instagram page for the podcast. So uh, if you would like to see that you can get a good, get a good glimpse of it. And um, we're kind of amused. Like when she pulls the tag out and I'm like, Oh, haha. Ha. But it starts to occur to me that I don't really see my ID in this stack of, of stuff. and, I'm not going to say that there's no chance that it may not be with us. I mean, because there is a chance that it may not be with us. In my mind, I'm panicking thinking, I don't know how that could be, but it might because I mean, I don't see it. So I'm trying not to panic. And I take the stack and like bring it into my lap and I'm kind of like rifling through all the individual components of this little bundle of the stack of, you know, and I'm still trying, I'm driving and I'm trying to, you know, stay calm and my license is not in that stack. It's not. So it is then determined that my license is not in the front little zipper part. That's my little wallet built into the purse. It's not in there. It's not in any of the card slots. It's not where it always is, where it has to be. It's not where it should be. And if it's not there, it's not with me. Like that occurs to me at that moment. And I realize that I'm driving without my license, that I'm heading towards the American and Canadian border without my license. And that we are pretty much guaranteed to be denied access to Canada. And we're either going to have to double back and drive and lose so much time and end up arriving at the show super late um, or like cancel and just lose all our money that we've already spent on the tickets and the Airbnb and all this. And like, regar- like this just is not good. This isn't good. So I'm like, Erin, I don't think I have my ID. And she's like, what? And she's like, how? I- how? And I'm like, I don't know. See, the thing is, like, if it's not with me right now, I don't know where it would be. I mean I don't remember like I don't smoke, I don't drink and so I haven't like had cause to take it out. I mean the only thing I can think of is when I bought this coat, I opened up a Macy's credit card to get, you know, my extra $20 off because, you know, your girl's got to get the best deal she can and that they needed my license for that. So maybe when I took out like the pamphlet and like the little temporary card that they give you from my purse as I had a few days before the trip. Maybe my idea was like wrapped up in that and I didn't know. But like, I don't even know for sure if that's true. But she's like, okay, well, let's just keep looking. So we look through every single pouch, every single part of the purse. And we're just, we're fast approaching the border. I mean, it's, it's almost like in sight, you know, on the horizon. And I'm like, Erin, I just, I don't, I don't have it. Like, I just know I don't have it. Because if I did, it would be right here and it's not right here. And I don't have it. So we... <laughs> we just are like, okay, well, let's just see what we have to do. And I mean, the mood has completely changed and I feel like such a fucking asshole. How could I be so asinine? How could I be so irresponsible that I don't even check to see if I have my own goddamn license before I go to, you know, travel internationally and it's my first time to Canada and I got this ID specifically so it would be no problem, like, always have it with me and that way if I just need to get over to Canada, I can, like, and and it's gone and, like, that's unnerving, like, to not know where your ID is even, like, I really, I had an idea of where I could understand it to be, but it might not be there, like, I don't know, so, We pull up to, I guess, like the booth where like the little agent guy, um, that sounds like so, uh, I guess, condescending and like diminishing. Oh, the little agent guy. Well, the Canadian border agent was sitting in the booth. And so it's our turn. We pull up, I'm driving and I hand him Aaron's ID and he's just kind of looking at me and I'm like, so I realized um, as we were approaching the border that I do not have my license. Um, I actually forgot it and I, I left it behind. So I don't have it with me. Um, I have my social security card, which side note, I know they say you're not supposed to travel with. Um, and I really, I shouldn't, I need to take it out and I, I will do that now when I get home because it's just, it's not safe, but I did have it with me at the time. Uh, and I'm like, and I have my Grand Valley or not Grand Valley, my, um, my Wayne State University ID. So, I'm, I'm not sure like if that helps, but, and he's like, okay, well, um, what document do you normally use when you, when you cross the border? And I'm like, oh, I never have before. Um, this, this is my first time, but I have an enhanced Michigan driver's license. And he's like, okay. He's like, have you ever had a passport? And I'm like, no, no, no passport. And he's like, okay. He's like, uh, so where are you ladies headed? And I'm like, Toronto. And he's like, okay. He's like, um, how long are you staying for? And I'm like, um, just like under less than 24 hours, not, not even a day. And he's like, okay. And he's like, so, um, let's see your, uh, Wayne State ID. You're, you're a student at Wayne State. And I'm like, um, not, not this year. I did take classes there last year. I was a student, you know, as of August of 18 or of 19, um, or not August, um, April of 19, but I still, you know, I have my ID and, uh, which obviously has my name and my picture. And he's like, okay. So I hand him my Wayne state ID and I'm just, I mean, you're sweating. Your, your heart is like thrumming in your veins and it's like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Like, I don't, am I going to get ridiculed? Like, I kind of feel like I should, because this is just ridiculous and absurd. And so I don't know what he pulls up in the system, but something. And he's like, okay, he's like, uh, your date of birth. And I told him, and, um, I think he addressed me, but you know, okay, Miss Schlank. Um, and then what else did he ask? I don't even think he asked me what my, uh, address was. Um, I, yo, oh, I know he goes, so do you have, could you get a picture of your ID? And I'm like, Ooh, I, it wouldn't be like immediate it would be a little while because I'm not even quite sure exactly where it is but I might be able to thinking in my head that like he is requesting that that if I can get that then like he might consider like permitting me access to the country but without that definitely not I'm like I mean it might take like an hour or more at least so I'm thinking like I'm gonna be held in this like interim like purgatory kind of zone in between like the U.S. and Canada and we have to wait and try to find somebody to locate this and he's like okay and he's like well uh and he hands back like our IDs and he says, well, if you can get a picture of the ID, uh, I believe that would probably be helpful when you go to cross back, you know, when you come back in, when you re-enter. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it. Um, you know, that, that would, that, that would help them out. So see if you can, you know, get that, but um, you're good to go. And I'm like, okay, like, thank you. So like, I'm thinking I need to drive forward and then we're going to be turned around. Right. And like forced back into the United States because, we can't just like be in, that's not a thing. Like it doesn't, it isn't happening and it didn't happen. And so like, I'm like, well, where do I go? And Aaron's like, Oh, just, just forward. So I'm like, okay. So we're driving for like a mile or so. And we're not like talking. And I'm just like, I don't like, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I turn around? And she's like, what do you mean turn around? Like, why would you turn around? And I'm like, because like I have to don't I have to try to find somebody to like help me get a picture of this like and then, then I have to go back and physically get my ID before like the and she's like no she's like Allie you're you're in like he let you in you're in we're in we're driving into Canada it's happening right now and I'm like wait what like oh, oh my god wait what and I'm like I, oh, I, I I'm a bandit I'm a bandit I'm like Aaron I'm a bandit and she's like Allie I I don't know how the fuck that happened, but it did. And I'm, I mean, I'm as baffled as anyone. I can't even believe, I'm like, are you sure he didn't mean like he was and She's like, no, no. So we immediately launch into like problem solving mode. So here's the current situation. I live in an apartment and my mom who lives about 25 minutes away from me is the only person who has my spare keys. And my mom and I had gotten into a fight the day before this trip and we had not made amends or talked since then or patched things up or anything. So I'm thinking, and I was telling Aaron all this. I'm like, my mom is the only person who has my apartment keys. And even if we hadn't gotten into a fight, she would not go to my apartment and like rifle through my semi organized piles and like try to help me right now. She just, it's not that like my mom doesn't want to help me, but like, that's just, it's, it's just nerve wracking for my mom, that kind of stuff. And Um, it was like rush hour, going to be rush hour traffic very soon on like a Friday evening. And she doesn't like to drive in that. And I just know, and like, regardless, like I said, we are in a fight. So I call my best friend, Angie and Angie, I have to give a major shout out to you for saving this whole fucking trip and just alleviating so much worry in my head. And also for literally being a detective and a mind reader and I call her and I tell her the whole situation. And I'm like, Angie, I'm paying you. And please do not try to tell me that I'm not going to. Because yes, I am. So that's not negotiable. And... Um, are you at all able to go to my mom's house, get my keys, then go to my apartment and have me on the phone with you and give you some instructions of places where I need you to look for my ID? She says, I'm totally down. I'm totally game. Give your mom a heads up that I'm coming and I'm going to leave right now. I'm like, oh my God, I literally love you so much. So I call my mom. I make the hard phone call, the difficult phone call and start it with, you know, obviously, hey, I'm sorry about what happened yesterday. I know I kind of have to get that out of the way. I I know this isn't really a proper patching up of things but more pressingly I am currently in Canada without my driver's license and I don't really know where it is I have a couple ideas but I've already talked to Ange she said that she's you know cool to help me out and she's gonna come over to the house and get my keys and then head over to my apartment so I just want to let you know and that she doesn't just show up there my mom and Angie have met they know each other they are snapchat friends um they you know they love each other and there's a report Angie's been to my mom's house with me uh she knows where it is um you know all that so it wasn't completely like off the wall my mom was cool about it she's like oh my god like all she could say was oh my god how oh my god how and i'm like i don't fucking know i don't know but it's happening and so Um, yeah, so then Angie got my keys, she went to my apartment, um, I FaceTimed her because my phone calls in Canada were 25 cents a minute and I had free data on my international plan, so I used my data to FaceTime her. Erin's like on the phone with her boyfriend on her phone, but then holding my phone by its pop socket while I'm driving because Canada is hands-free and, um, and I'm giving Angie instruction of, you know, look on this chair through these piles of receipts, like I don't, and she's like, Allie, it's not here. And that was just devastating to me because I'm like, I literally don't know where the fuck it is. I gave her a few more options of like where it might be. I told her where my old ID was and had her take a picture of that um, and send it to me just in case. I mean, you know, and next thing you know, Angie's like, I'm going to sit down on the couch like while you try to, you know, think of any more places where it might be. So she sits down on my couch and I hear like a shuffle. And I'm keeping my eyes on the road. I mean, the the speed limit is in um, kilometers now instead of miles per hour, which my speedometer accommodates for both of those, but it's just, I don't know the conversion. So like when it's 60, kilo, uh, 60, you know, K per whatever hour, I don't know what the mile per hour equivalent is. So I'm looking at my dash a lot. I'm trying to navigate through traffic. It's getting busy, um, driving time, you know, it's rush hour, it's Friday night and, um, I I, and she, I just hear like a and like a and a scuffle and she's like, "Oh my God, Allie I found it." And I'm like, "No, you didn't." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, "You bitch." I don't know why. Like, that was the. But I'm like, "Bitch, bitch, bitch." I'm like, "Yes, bitch, yes, bitch." Like, I don't even know if I said that, but I'm saying it now. I'm, t- I'm like, "Where, where was the fucking ID? How did you find?" She goes, "You are never gonna believe where it was." I'm like, "Where?" It was in a black miniature Moleskine notebook. It might be Moleskin, I don't know, but it's spelled S K I N E, so I say Moleskine. That I had on my couch. It was bound up with the little elastic thing. It was all it was closed, it was done, and it was fucking in there, just sitting in there because I had been applying for jobs a couple days earlier. Had to have my driver's license number for one of the job applications was transposing a number like going off my memory got my id out to check exactly what it was and when i was done applying i just closed the book with the id in there and just put it on there and i don't know how the fuck it occurred to angie to look inside that book it will forever mystify me i don't know i mean this could have just been made so much more difficult uh if that was never located or found and i honestly don't know how long it would have taken me to, even once I inevitably got home, assuming that I could, you know, without it and without the picture of it, to to remember and know and place that that's where it was. And once she said that, it all came flooding. It all came back to me Celine Dion style. But I could not have ever named that off in a million fucking years. So it was crazy. It was insane. Angie sent me pictures right away of the front and back of it. And um, we just knew that that was a huge weight off of our shoulders and that we could just enjoy the rest of our time. We could get to our Airbnb. We weren't going to be late to the show. We were still going to have time to get ready and enjoy it. And um, and we did. And that we were just going to find out what happened at the border on the way back from Canada to the U.S. when it happened. We were going to cross that bridge when we came to it, maybe. And only if they um, permitted us to and, and did not, you know, detain me or some crazy shit. So yeah, I, I'm going to wrap that up there. That is part one of the story. That's how I got into Canada without my ID. It is, it's a, it's, it's insane and it's crazier than hopefully anything that ever happens to me when I try to go to Canada or maybe another country ever again. Um, but the the way back is, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I'm saving part two and my journey back to uh, the States because I am currently in Garden City, Michigan. So yes, I am stateside once more, but I will save the story of how that all happened for the next episode of my podcast. And, um, I think it's a good, it's a good point for me to just wrap this up. I would actually like to wrap this up with a rant if that is okay. And this is totally non-sequitur. This is not related at all to what I just talked about, but I just want to say really quickly that guys, I have a lot of gray hairs. I am a 29 year old woman and I have a lot of gray hairs and and these gray hairs, they're not short. Uh, Some of them are because I'm getting more as the days go on, but a lot of them are really long. So that means that I've had gray hairs okay, for quite some time. The time it takes for those strands to grow long enough to be as long as my hair, which is past my shoulders. So um, when I tell people that I, when it just, or it's not like I go around just telling, hi, I have a lot of gray hairs, but when it organically comes up, And I say in conversation, yeah, I have a lot of gray hairs. You know what I really can't stand? When people say back to me, no, you don't. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, a couple things. Number one, yeah, I do. Number two, do you think that you know more about what's growing out of my scalp than I do? Because I assure you that you do not. And what is growing out of my scalp is a lot of gray hairs, as I said. And number three, why the fuck would I lie about that? What 29-year-old woman wants to have gray hairs? Now, I'm not casting a judgment and saying that it's good or bad or indifferent if you do or do not have gray hairs, but it's not something, I mean, that's a sign of age. That is something that is generally only seen on a more mature, earthly body. And obviously not always, but it's just, it's like, okay, I wouldn't just make that up. It's not like, yeah, I have these natural highlights. No, it looks like, like somebody hot glued strands of tinsel into my fucking head and I'm talking like a lot of strands of tinsel because I have a lot of gray hairs and don't try to fight me on that okay so please if somebody tells you that they have a lot of gray hairs believe them okay and don't argue with them and if you would like to see photographic proof of these said gray hairs you may view them. I'm going to upload a picture that's not flattering. It's not a good angle. My hair's kind of greasy. You can see a lot of my dandruff. You can, you know, but I'm going to upload it. I'm going to upload that picture and the picture of my coat tag with my makeshift, well, I need to stop saying makeshift so many times. ID to the Instagram of my podcast. And if you would like to view those and follow that Instagram, type in Up Your Alley Podcast through the Instagram search, and you will pull it up. Uh, Allie is, of course, spelled A-L-L-I-E because there is no other way to spell that as far as I'm concerned. I really appreciate anyone who took the time to listen to this. And if you have any feedback, I welcome it, whether it is neutral, positive, negative, as long as it's just not, you know, blatant hate. I mean, in regard, hey, even if it's that, I can't really stop you. We all make choices. Um, But take care. Thank you for listening, and... I sure hope that this was up your alley. I know it was mine. And no, that is not a euphemism. So I will be in touch very soon. And good night.